0: No matter who you are, I know without a shadow of a doubt you have dealt with major shit this year. When I think about the things I've been dealing with, I kind of my mind naturally wants to put things in boxes. I go, okay, relational things, mental, personal things, mm-hmm. uh, career things, life, finances that we're all dealing with, uh, and
1: the global pandemic, wherever that sits in your boxes.
0: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I guess I mean I, I, there was <laughs> it's, it's like an assumed. That covers everything. That's kind of what I'm talking about with the changes over the past, mainly the past um, couple years with everything that's been going on in the world. Like you have that, but then you also have, you know, shit that's happened in life that's not related to that. Mm -hmm. The stuff you've dealt with, we've talked a lot about on this podcast, closing a year out with you losing your mom. Mm -hmm. I keep coming back to this thought of life being this gambling game. This game of chance, this game of choices, we have choices in what we decide to invest in, put our chips on.
1: Yeah.
0: At what point do we say, okay, I'm going to cut my losses yeah. and end it here, or am I going to buy back in? Right. Maybe it's uh, just looking at where you've placed your chips and your time and your priorities in life. Maybe it's just more of a reshuffling and reorganizing. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe a black
1: 20 play it safe for so long in every area of our lives. And there's nothing wrong with that because safe is, you know, you'll probably win a little bit or at least not lose as much. But yeah, I don't know. I just keep coming back to for me this past year, like this is our, this is my one life. I get this one shot. I think that thought means different things to different people. You know, that might mean like, yeah, I'm gonna take risks or that might mean, you know, I'm just gonna choose to do whatever brings me delight. Or we all fall on different spectrums of that. But having that thought be kind of resonating in your mind is a good recentering for me on all things.
0: Yeah. And to buy back in. It's been really interesting to see from you this year, like a skimming of the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like a filtering. Like it's really like come or like a like pulling the focus of a camera. Like it's really like what shit matters, what doesn't. Yeah. Maybe I have a bunch of uh chips on these things that I've realized eh, I'm not going to prioritize these things. Mm-hmm. i may move them over here or i may change something. Maybe uh <laughs> you yeah. really
1: want to work that uh, <laughs> roulette angle, but <Well, laughs> I, I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm reminded of the scene in Ocean's Eleven mm. where George Clooney's character gets out of jail where he's been for years, and he's trying to convince Brad Pitt's character to do this mega heist with him. And uh, Brad Pitt's character is like, "Give me a reason why you're doing this, or I should do this right now." Yeah, and sell it's me on got, it, Yeah, of. sell me on it. It's got to be more than money.
2: What? I need a reason. I don't say money. Why do this? Why not do it? Because yesterday I walked out of the joint after losing four years of my life and your cold decking, teen beat cover boys. Because the house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. Been practicing that speech a little it, bit, did I rush? It felt like I rushed. No, was good. I liked it. TV things marsh
0: No matter where you're at in life, I feel like that resonates. Like, why? Like, what are you gonna what are you gonna focus on? What are you planning on doubling back down on doing this next year?
1: Yeah.
0: Love the thought. Like, no matter what, this seems so dark, but life is gonna screw you over. The house is always gonna win. You are going to fail at some point in life. Okay, yeah. And that seems dark and it seems like... It's just
1: the natural order of things.
0: Yeah. And I mean, speaking of the George Clooney, in another interview, he said that uh, he had to change the way he viewed failure in life, in his career. And instead of looking at it as an end, he began to think of it as a natural process on the way to success. Mm. So anyway, the reason I want to start the year off by sharing this conversation with Zane Lamprey is because... This conversation is the reason why I'm choosing specifically to buy back in with this podcast. And the only reason I decided to do that was specifically because of this conversation. So before we dive in to this, no matter where you're at, no matter what your 2021 looked like, no matter what you're hoping uh, your 22 is going to look like, no matter like today, the shit you're dealing with January 1st right now, like like super focused not even like big picture with the stuff you're dealing with right now good bad Uh, maybe it's appropriate to share this uh, interview clip I recently stumbled on of Tom Hanks when he was asked what is something you wish you would have known when you were younger and his response was good or bad this too shall pass
2: I wish I had known that this too shall pass. You feel bad right now? You feel pissed Ooh. off? You feel angry? Yes, go. This too shall pass. Oh, no, great. You feel great? You feel like you know all the answers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, You feel like that everybody <laughs> uh, finally gets you, uh, yeah. and uh, there you are? Yeah. This, this too, too shall <laughs> pass. Ooh, good. Time is your ally, mm. and if nothing else, just wait. Just wait. Just oh. wait it out. Where do you live? In the city. Do you have a house? Apartment. On a rent? Rent.
0: What do you do for a living? Lots of things. Where's your office? Don't have one. How come?
2: It's a long story.
0: Do you have kids? No, I don't. How come? What's your record for consecutive questions asked? 38. <laughs> Why are you asking 38? talking to me?
2: What
0: are
2: you? Pop quiz, hot huh? shot. You expect me to talk?
0: those of you joining us for the very first time my name is Rob Morgan and for the past decade I've been traveling the world as a bassist and music director this is my podcast I started like three years ago where I realized I was on the road uh, and music gave me this opportunity it opened this door for me uh, when interacting with people to meet super interesting people and I found myself having really interesting intriguing conversations with interesting intriguing people and I thought well, what would happen if I start bringing a microphone or a recorder out with me while on the road? What if I use this podcast as an excuse to sit down with people I find interesting and intriguing to try and get past what it is they do, to find out who they are, why they do it, and what I can learn from them? I'm giant. I'm giant. What?
1: It sounds like a yucky word. Giant? Yeah. It's not. Well, I don't
0: like <laughs> <Stop>. it. <laughs> I've been, we're, uh, the first time back. See, it's a recital, things. man. You got
1: to plow forward. That's what the teacher would say.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm joined as always, <laughs> by my wife, Sarah, who, uh, do you want a, a pint of Guinness? Gladly. Uh. Oh. That was a close one. You know, in, in order to get this actual... Foley sound mm-hmm. of me pouring the Guinness. You really have to pour it the most improper way. Yeah. Like, think about, like glug out kind of. Yeah, think about pouring. Uh, what do you do when you pour a beer? You uh, you want to angle the glass at a 45 degree angle. You want to take your can of Guinness and you want to pour it so that it hits the harp on the other side of it and pour it smoothly. You hear that? Nothing. You don't. Yeah, This is audio. You can pour it straight down. <laughs> uh, I recorded this podcast with Zane Lamprey. Here in Minneapolis, months ago, earlier this year, when my headspace, when it came to anything uh, in my work life, creative life, pursuing, trying to figure out if I was going to keep doing this podcast, we're like we're in the middle of a damn pandemic, and so essentially my right. music career has been flatlined because of it. Uh, so I'm in. I was in the weirdest headspace, just like questioning everything. And so I, which my, as you
1: described, is your usual headspace. Which it's
0: kind of <laughs> is. My, it kind of is my usual headspace. Uh, By the way, cheers, Slancha. Slancha, don't look at me like I got it wrong.
1: <laughs> no, I was gonna say Sl- prose because I'm so used to this. So
0: says Slancha, and then gives me a slantcha. look. Get it right. Anyways, I had the chance to sit down with Zane, mm. and I used it to the most ultimate selfish reasons I possibly could. And that was I'm sitting down with someone who I've known about for years. And he and I have chatted back and forth via emails for years, lining this up, uh trying to find a time where we were going to be in the same city. He lives out in LA. We tried to line it a couple times while I was on tour and just schedules didn't line up and work it out. So this has been in the works for a few years. Uh, and actually, yeah, now that I think of it, this has been in the works for a few years because ever since I started doing this podcast, Zane's been someone that I, has been on the back of my mind that I would like to sit down and have a conversation yeah. with. And it's funny because I gave this whole freaking spiel that I say ever at the beginning of every podcast intro. For those of you joining us for the mm-hmm. first time, mm-hmm. I'm just but as I was pulling up Zane's bio to be like, you know, I want to be a professional. Here's here's Zane Lamprey. If you've don't, if you been living under a rock and you don't know who Zane Lamprey is, here's who he is. I find it really funny because listen to this. Zane Lamprey is constantly being told that he has the best job in the world. For over a decade, <laughs> Zane has had the most enviable job of hosting three sheets, drinking made easy, chug, and four sheets where he traveled the globe learning about different cultures by sampling libations with the locals." Like right there, it sounds like it just freaking copied that. Like my, his whole thing is, his whole deal with three sheets uh, or Drinking Made Easy or the show Chug of his, uh, it seems to be the realization that the best way to learn about someone or learn about a culture is through sharing a conversation over drinks with them mm-hmm. and that's the entire thing I've been doing for this podcast his method of doing that like his way of doing it is through his shows uh and his comedy touring for me my version of that has been through music and touring mm-hmm. and now that's been open things I find that really funny yeah. I feel like this uh I feel like this um endearment or like this connection to him and the way he approaches things and so there's this obvious like I want to sit down and have a conversation yeah. with him but uh, what really got me hooked in, the real reason this conversation happened, is because of an, a conversation he recorded with another comedian, Bert Kreischer. They're buddies, uh, and the, I think Bert's out in LA, and they uh, were having this conversation. And in it, Zane had this just offhanded flippant response uh, in it that made me say, oh, we have to sit down. I think Bert was talking about how he had this idea for uh, flip flops that were also they, something with him. Like that maybe they had his name on them. Maybe they had a like a bottle opener.
1: Okay, some uh, kind of connect, special something
0: feature. to him. He's like, man, I just always thought it'd be cool. To, like I love flip flops. I'm kind of a nerd about it. What if I like designed and made my own flip flop? Uh, and Zayn's response wasn't like, oh yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, wouldn't it be so cool? Like that "what if" response Mm -hmm. that we so many often so oftentimes have when uh, somebody has an idea or we have an idea. Yeah. Like oh yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be so cool if that could uh, happen in this like made up world. No, his response was like, "Yeah, let's make it happen. Let's uh, let's like actually sit down. Let's set up another meeting and let's sit down and brainstorm about making it happen."
1: Yeah, it's kind of the that book that you referenced. This the hell yeah or no. I feel like we yeah. have so many flippant responses because that's just like etiquette. Oh, that's cool. I don't know. We just kind of bullshit our whole lives away. And it's like, and then you're 80 and dying and like, oh, I didn't do anything.
0: <laughs> I know. Whoops. And especially in like, especially in music or in the arts world of putting on live events, it's there's so often there's this, there's, there's always this nice shimmery level of bullshit that exists over interactions with mm-hmm. everybody. And within and, ourselves. Yeah, within ourselves too. And and that bullshit is like, uh, I mean, it's it's positive. It's like, a, oh yeah, wouldn't it be, oh, we should grab coffee sometime. We should get together. Oh, that'd be so sweet to so mm-hmm. like, you know, write that song finally together, or I should do this. Like all these should things that live in the existence of our mind. And we let them live there for a while renting space in our minds until there's so many freaking tenants and we're overloaded. Either we have too many ideas and we don't know which one to work on first, or we just, uh, it just becomes this like stagnant cesspool instead of like clean, clear movement, ideas, motion, acting on it. And I realized that Zane Lamprey isn't just somebody who yeah hosts some fun uh, TV shows travel and drink and comedy related, who uh, goes out on tour, uh, the, by the way, where I, we had this conversation while he was on his tour. He is an entrepreneur that's constantly acting on things. Mm-hmm. This marriage of creative and action and business.
1: They don't always go together and they should.
0: <laughs> yeah. I've always gotten the feeling from Zane like he is somebody that all of those exist within him. So that's what happened with this. He was on his laughs and drafts comedy tour where he went uh, this last year in 2021. I think he was at like 89 breweries he was everywhere. And he was playing in Minneapolis and it was at Udapil's shout out to Udapil's. One of my all time favorite German breweries here in the U.S. Uh, special plug for them. Nobody. I have not found a single brewery in the United States uh, that makes a Hefeweizen or a Dunkelweiss mm. like theirs. Uh, anyways, they're amazing Shout out to Pills. Zane's going back on tour this next year, hopefully. So like tomorrow? No, this next year. Like, you know, tomorrow. it's next year. <laughs> no, Zane's going on tour. I think the dates start in February through May, uh, and he essentially, if you live in the U- United States, he's going to be uh, yeah. doing huh. a show somewhere near you. If you want to check out links to what Zane's up to, if you want to check out links to his laughs and drafts comedy tour, zanelamprey.com is where you should check that out. I'm also going to put links in the show notes to this episode, but that's Zane Lamprey, Z-A-N-E-L-A-M-P-R-E-Y.com. But also, I mean, speaking of this stuff, Zane has, uh, do you know he has the number one most successful fashion Kickstarter? Ever really? On Kickstarter. For because, the
1: adventure
0: jacket? Yeah, for the adventure jacket. and his wow. adventure brand. So he is killing it in that space, too. When we hung out, he showed me a uh, a new jacket that they uh, just started releasing. It's called the Cascades jacket, and it's made from 100%. It's made for 100% <laughs> <laughs> recycled water bottles, and it's super oh, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so again, I just like these marriage of things that he does. Like He doesn't only- keep all his
1: eggs in one basket either, which is so smart. Yes. I mean, he makes rum. He's a comedian. He travels. He's done TV shows. He has this, you know, athletic wear, outdoor wear line. I mean. Yeah. It's, it's not like he just like stumbled into things. He's strategic and intentional and tries new things. And there's probably a handful of things he tried that flopped.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. And we talk about that. We get it into we get into all that in this conversation. Um, I'm hesitant to say this because it doesn't make me look good. Every time I hit record on this uh, podcast, I realize that I have an option. I can either posture myself as being like this this badass who's got it all figured out. I'm just killing it constantly, or I can be honest about my journey and what uh, I've gone through, and as uncool as it sounds, when Zane and I got together, I all these things that we're talking about, balancing act, doing multiple things, not putting all your eggs in your basket, I found myself in this season of life where I started venturing into doing that. I knew that was the next step. Oh my gosh, our cat Strider is walking across the freaking table and now he's sniffing Sarah's microphone.
1: Anyway,
0: do you remember what you were saying? Yeah, for me... When I sat down and had this conversation with Zane, here's my headspace. I was starting to venture into that world. Like I, over the past couple of years, I'm venturing into different, whether it's different creative endeavors, not pigeonholing myself as just a bassist and music director, like uh, embracing the side of me that writes, that uh, speaks, that uh, is into photography, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I have so many interests outside of just music, but in me, there's like a level of, insecurity in that. Like, like if I was really good at one thing and I could just focus on that one thing. Right. Yeah. But what I'm realizing is that's not really how life works. No. <laughs> this conversation is the reason why you are hearing this podcast right now. This is purely selfish as I was like, cause we chatted like a while back and it got my wheels turning. About a conversation with you. It started when I was 10 years old. Yeah, let's go. Go back. Go back even further. 10 years old. This morning, I I went for a run in our neighborhood, and a neighbor's cat has been missing for like two months. Okay. And it's just been out in the neighborhood and super skittish. Oh, people have seen it. People have seen it, wow. and they've got like the whole Flyers thing, the whole yeah. neighborhood going up. And I was, I was sending pictures to Sarah, my wife, and then she was texting them like, is this your cat? And then we're like going back and forth. Turned out it wasn't their cat at oh. all. It was just another neighborhood cat okay. uh, doing its thing that I just ended up stalking it through. I'm like walking through neighbor's backyards feeling like a creeper videotaping yeah. this yeah. thing. And it made me think of something I saw recently this past week. I was looking through your stuff. You've said something about like performing and comedy,
2: like I'm just throwing this deep the No, right off you know what? Oh, yeah, get I, that idea. Yeah, here, yeah. I, I, I summed it up, and because I want, I want to remember what it, what exactly said. It was like, "This is my purpose. Like, that, yeah. this is what I do, but this is why I'm here. Oh, entertaining is my life. Yes. Being creative and entrepreneurial is my passion. Helping animals is my purpose. That's it, dude. You, you want to drink to that? I do want to drink to that. Cheers. Okay.
0: And the reason I ask you is because.
2: That, is this the banana? That's Zane's banana that you're yes. drinking. And it's, it doesn't have any banana, but it has a little bit of mango, which I don't really even get yeah. necessarily. Do you get it, the mango? I don't get – I get a little bit of the mango, but not M- much. Now that I I've said it, it. yeah. yeah. Now that you said it. This is an unfiltered wheat beer that's a little – it's very clovey, which is what kind of gives it the banana yeah, taste. Yeah. And then I think they put a little bit of mango in, but – but a great amount because I don't even pick it up. I think it's fantastic.
0: Are breweries brewing, am I, mean, I say brewery's brewing beer. So we're for yeah, each so so stops?
2: some of them were doing beers to, for the for the night of yeah, yeah. and then some of them are actually canning beers to yeah. sell. So we did some so and everything ben- benefits a uh, pet charity. So this one goes to No Dog Left Behind. Yeah. Um and so the, a dollar from each each beer. Uh one of the breweries did $3 from each beer, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, and a, and a bunch of them had made cans and you know commemorative cans and stuff like that. So we're doing that through um, Adventure, which is my apparel brand, and we plant three trees with every product sold. And we also use no animal products, nothing, yeah. any, any of that kind of stuff. And we're launching uh, some pet travel, s- pet travel stuff. Pet travel stuff. Pet travel. Well, so you can dress like your pet. <laughs> so we have like a new flannel, okay, and yeah, you'll be no, able to, you'll be able like, to get the bandana like, matching yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And maybe end little bags and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so that's what I'm, like, really curious about is, like, you have this entertaining thing, something you've
2: been doing for years. Like, you have a degree I mean, in digital, like, a design, I have, right? I have, I mean, I have a design degree. My final diploma is fine arts with a focus in oil painting. So that's a little weird. Oil painting? Oil painting. <laughs> and then I was starting to get yes. my theater minor, yes. but I didn't want to tack on any yeah. time in school, so I just kind of... I did a bunch of stuff in some places, but oh. then, I, then, I, then I left.
0: Man, because I think you could... When you look at all those things, they could seem... They could seem disconnected. Sure. But I think in the arts world, they are totally connected, and they come down to entertainment, whether it's live or creating yeah. something that people see and are, like captivates their, their uh, yeah. attention.
2: I just have a lot of possible. creative aspirations and 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 sometimes i'm i like i went to uh when i was in atlanta i went to the the van gogh experience the van gogh exhibit yeah for me as a you know someone with a background in painting i was like kind of envious of the early part of his life when he just painted he just did like a painting like five paintings a week or whatever it was and it's like how nice it would be to just love one thing enough that you want to do that one thing. But for me, I just like, you know, I have many, many outlets that kind of satisfy my creative aspirations. Dude,
0: hey, hell yes. That is what I, that I'm super interested yeah. in. Because, he, man, for me, I, I was that one-track minded forever. Bass oh, what, guitar. What? Oh, it was oh, yeah. bass guitar, not even like stand-up bass or anything. It was like literally four-string yep. Fender electric bass, whatever realm musically that could yep. fit in the past few years like four or five years i have gotten into a love just a really deep love of film photography the only reason i say that is man i'm just going to be honest and i know this makes me not sound super cool like i got my shit together okay but like i've i've been dealing with this like ego stuff over the past few years okay. where i love like whether it started at shows, like pulling out a camera and taking photos behind the scenes. You like stuff. What is it? Uh, it's a Fuji. Fuji. So okay. it's a
2: Fuji's version of the film camera. Got it. X100. So you use a fury on a film.
0: So uh, you're a yeah. film guy. Yeah. Okay. Man, so the, okay, this ego thing I'm dealing with, and this is all to ask your opinion, yeah. how you like think about things, okay. because I get in my head and I think, well, no, I got to stay on, on brand, or what if I like am someone? I have this thing I don't want to like come across
2: as. Well, what do? do? What's what what, just like what, what all you, over the What place. do you do with the phone? You're talking about like social media? I mean, so- look, look I, I, I've been struggling with social for forever. Yeah. And when I was on MySpace and the beginning of Facebook, I was yeah. crushing it. But the shows were around and it was easy because there was content. Yeah. Specifically during COVID, it was like, how do I make upbeat content when I'm just like not in that headspace? And so oh, geez. Yeah. I, I started, I, I tried to make like different drinking, comp, you know, videos or things like that. And now I just, I just, and, and because like, look, the, the tour, I think this is like the 38th, 39th yeah. show we've sold out. Like I'm, I'm happy with that, with how things are going. So I'm in a great yeah. headspace. And now I just post whatever the fuck I want. And what it's been, if you saw when I was home, it was just me and my animals. Yeah. So all of our rescues and stuff like that. And I have, you know, we have way more animals than that. So I'm like, I always felt like I needed to have a beer to be in brand and all this kind of stuff. And now I just post what I like. And and, and that's the same, by the way, that that was a conversation we have about adventure. Because we don't want to be polarizing, but we are an environmentally uh, sustainable brand that is pushing to be carbon neutral. But and, and, yeah. and, and the reason I'm doing that is not yeah. for PR reasons. It's because that's what I want to do. And I didn't want to necessarily, like, like, say that because I didn't want to seem too, like, you know, too much of a tree hugger. We, yeah. plant, we plant three trees with every purchase. We don't use animal products and anything we make. Um, you know, we're, we're, we only use, like uh, you know, very reputable factories that are, yeah. many of them are, are, blue sign, um, certified, which is the highest level of environmental, um, certification. And so to, like, I never, I never advertised that kind of stuff cause it was, it was, I thought it was just important to me, but now we've, we're like, look, let's let people know who we really are. And if they like us, they'll, they'll be with us on this journey. And, y- yes. and, that, and that's, that's Hell the same yes. thing that I would say to you about your photos.
0: Well, I mean the same, okay. So that use when you're saying this my mind goes to two different like categories that you're almost talking about like one is the category of what is it that i focus on in life like whether it's like you're the next business endeavor or the next like business and creative those are like so often melded together and it seems like for you just like uh, the artist that you are and then there's the side that you share with other people so like even right when it has been over like the years, doing, having your hands in different mediums, So for me, how I've, do you figure out what to focus I've on for yourself? I've been definitely
2: bisected between what, who I am yeah. and who I think people want me to be. And so now I've just said, fuck it. And now, now I'm just, I am who I am. And if they like me, yes. they like me. And if they don't, then why do I care? Dude, I
0: feel that on a nuclear level. How did, like, did something happen? Or was there like a season of life that like,
2: What pushed you over the edge to going, like, like putting down that back? I'll tell you what it was. I'll tell you what it was. In doing this tour, so many people come up to me and tell me, uh, like, how much they love the animal stuff that I do. And for me, that was just, like I said, that was just, you know, my purpose. I didn't necessarily think that people cared. And now I don't have Mm. to care about if they care because so many people have told me how they, that's the, that's the, the thing they like most about me. Yes. And so I'm like, wait a second. The thing you like most about me is the thing I like most about myself. So just be myself and stop messing around. Yes. So that's it.
0: Oh, man. That's, that's super cool. How do you decide what is worth your time to spend? pursuing? I mean, pursuing? There,
2: there's, so there's things that like I'll come up with that can fall in the adventure bucket. Like we wanted to make pet stuff. Chad, who you just met, yeah. who's silently hovering and taking pictures, he, he's just as passionate about it as I am. Yeah. We're doing a line of pet stuff. That ticks a box for me being able to, like, help animals on this tour. I mean, I'm a comedian. Then I tack on the fact that I'm just doing the show at breweries.
0: Yeah.
2: And then I tack on the fact that, that the collaboration beers are benefiting local pet rescues. Yeah. And so it's like, that's, that's, me, that's who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if I get a creative, um, you know, sort of um, inspiration for something, I kind of run it by my inner circle to see, like, is it worth doing? Mm-hmm. Or I'll run by somebody who I respect or mentor or something like that and say like, hey, what do you think about this? And they'll say like, yeah, do it. Or nah, don't waste your time. Yeah. I got I had, I had some great advice. So, so I, I'm, I'm an illustrator too. And I haven't done a lot of it. I designed my, my the, like the clothes I'm wearing, like these adventure products, I designed these. Ooh, hell yeah. I designed yeah. the logos and all, all that kind of stuff. And so y- years ago... This would be like 2000, 2000, and I was doing a line of green cards. I used to make little green cards and send them off, Ugh. and then yes. people liked them. Like, you should make these. I'm like, yeah. all right. So I made them and I filled a, a like two bins full of these original cards, and then I and then I talked to somebody who knew somebody. This is a husband and wife, and they were in the green card business. Yeah. And so they said, send me some. So I sent them a bunch. And they're like, we love them. They're great.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, what, do you, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, this is I'm doing it to supplement my entertainment career, yeah. you know, like between auditions and da-da-da. And they said, well, here's our suggestion to you. They're like not not based out of competition. We'll, we'll, if you want anything, we'll help. We're more than happy yeah. to help you. But this business, the greeting card business, is so cutthroat. There's so many people trying to make it that if you are only going to give a portion of what you can give mm. then you should probably just not do it. Yeah. And said if you want if you really want to do acting or entertaining, put all your eggs into that basket and 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 then make that work. Yeah. And I was like and that was an epiphany, you know, and I was like I got off that phone call, I boxed up my stuff, put it under the bed, and that was it. And yeah. I haven't touched them since. And and they're right. Like I was doing that because I felt like I have this ability to illustrate I sh- this is probably something I should be doing. Oh, it's, so, it's, it's, yeah, it's not it's that, cool. that I didn't enjoy it, but it wasn't, I, I, I didn't want to see, sit there hovering over a desk all day drawing stuff. Right?
0: Oh man, so, Okay. even you just saying that right there makes me think of, I, I possibly had, maybe I have it wrong, especially with your, with everything you're talking about personally, mm-hmm. where I think, oh, it's all about the starting, having the guts to start something, having the guts to like pursue something new outside of something new or whatever, right. but maybe, it sounds like what you're saying might be being more comfortable with hitting the delete key
2: and going, hey, okay, I tried that. That's not you landing. Know, I, I had a manager, and he said, you got to learn the power of saying no. It's like you say yes to t- so many things, yeah. and, then, and then you stress yourself out trying to make things work for other people. Like yeah. I agreed to do this, this voiceover uh, for this, this show – and they wanted, it's called first position, which means when that means whenever they need me, I need to drop what I'm doing and go work for them. Yeah. And it just wasn't enough money for me to do that. But, but I could. Yeah, if but you're I, doing the
0: retainer where you have to drop everything, right. you, that better be worse. Exactly, yeah. exactly.
2: So I was like, I don't think I can, I can do that. And he goes, and his, his, his name is Glenn. And he was my manager at the time, now he's still a, a, a good buddy. He's like, he's like Zane, just say no, try it, see what happens. And, he, and, and he's like, I'll do it, I'll, pa- I'll pass on it for you. I'll just, I'll do it in, in a, you know, a yeah. nice way to tell them that you're too busy or whatever. And, yeah. I, and I passed, and, he, and he's like, how does it feel? I'm like, it feels really good. <laughs> yeah. It feels really good. So it's like, it's like, there's, there's two things, and it's not, it's not easy, because you, you don't know what's going to work, you know? Like, you're not sure, like the greeting Dude, cards thing, you don't know yes. what's going to happen. It's
0: so easy to look backwards, and somebody go, oh, sure. of course it worked, like the sure. survivorship bias. Yeah. But in the moment when you were like, oh, I don't know if people are going to buy tickets to this tour right, right after, mid this pandemic no, thing, that was whatever. They like having a, these things. Let's interrupt you. I'm yeah, gonna yeah no, 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 but
2: you're right, but you're right. It, it, it refers to everything. It's like you have to do what makes you happy, but you also need, need to make a living doing it. And then the other thing that's, that's tough, so this is all part of a, a part of a formula for fucking happiness and fulfillment, is, is you need to have your no assholes policy, which is very difficult if you're an oh, asshole. Um, which, which we are, we are not, but, but I've had assholes that I've worked with both in my adventure brand and in my production company. And the job is to just recognize it quick and then get rid of it because you yeah. will find yourself making excuses for them, making concessions for them. Oh, oh they get grumpy. You know, let's let, make sure I, I bring them, bring them a cup of coffee. Like, whoa, 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 what am I doing? Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's kind of it. And I, and I, so I have Nick. Yeah. Who, who's my, my opener here, Nick Jerry. Um, J-A-R-R-Y. Yeah. Um, so he, he's my opener. He, he does the merch, and he also, kinda, he also runs the tour, um, which was a two-person job before, but we've gotten it down to, to Nick. And, he, and, he, and Nick is great, and he's smart, and he's a good person, and Chad is exactly the same thing. And we were working out of the hotel a few hours ago before we came over to the brewery, and I, just, I, said, I said, by the way, I just have to let you guys know that I like that you guys are so smart. And I think that that's why this works. I I didn't comment on their their, their being good humans, but I've said that at other times before. Because I tell you what, this is kind of off topic, but I had this guy, Josh, that worked for me forever. He started as a camera guy on Drinking It Easy. Then he became a producer. Um, He worked on my show Chug and Four Sheets and a bunch of other stuff. And he worked for me for like now. He 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 dropped everything because he wants to be a fireman, which is beautiful. Really? That's what I'm, that's what makes oh, him happy. That's yeah. cool. And so he, I think he wants to, have, to justify growing a mustache, which he, he doesn't even know if he can grow it yet. Anyway, that's another story. And so
0: everybody sees you when you have a great mustache. When you but no one mu- knows
2: the fear of yeah, starting out on a mustache. <laughs> you, you never see the bad ones. <laughs> the people uh, that couldn't grow them. So yeah. he came into my office one time. And we, we're great friends, and we always had a great relationship. But we came in, and he said something, and da-da-da. I'm like, oh, he, like, maybe he, was, he did a presentation. I don't know. And I'm like, oh, that's good, man. Nice. Great great job. Great job. And he, and he froze. And he looked at me, and I looked at him, and I was like, have I never told you a great job before? He's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't think so. It was, like, it's it was five just jarring. Years. I don't know what to do with these that's words. My, that's my father. That's uh, my father, right? My father would like... He's uh, like, I'll t- you know, I don't need to tell you a good job. I'll just tell you when you're doing something wrong, which is not the way to go about uh, life. Yes. So.
0: Oh, man. It's learning. One hundred percent. The no, I love the no assholes policy. Dude, because it's real, man. It's tough. Like, you are, I mean, what you you're You don't doing, know it
2: first. Yeah? Every, everyone's good in the job interview. You just have to sort of just gut, trust your gut, you know? Do you feel like you've gotten better at like- well, nope. cause you, No, like, no, no, absolutely not. Really? Absolutely not. I've, de- I've dealt with, with three of them this year. Really? Yeah.
0: Because you seem like someone that has, um, man, I just think of, when I think of your skill set out, I mean, outside of the comedy thing, like, to me, it's, you seem like someone who has lightning fast rapport building with people. And I don't know, maybe that's from your time. I, I, I do, I do have that. And I didn't know but, if that comes from reading someone and knowing, like, how to, no, or is it, it, just? it No,
2: honestly, that, like, so, that's, my, my wife will just tell me, like, you're too trusting. You want to, uh, like, you want to confide in people and tell, like, like, like you and me oh right Oh, my now. gosh. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, a Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. So, like, she's like, you just, yeah. you, you, just, you, you go in oh. too fast and you trust them too quickly because you want them to be who you want them to be or who you think they could be. Yes. And then, you know, sometimes it works out. Sometimes you get burnt. Sometimes you get burnt. But, but, but you got to just drop the, the, the assholes as quickly as you can. And and by the way, sometimes you think you need them because they're yeah. they're filling a void or, or service. And they'll make and they'll their job is to make you think that, that you need them too. Yeah. But you gotta just rip that band-aid off and it's gonna be like horrible for for a heartbeat. Yeah. And, but then you gotta just you know, just figure it out. Life is life is a journey and I tell you what man, I I I've I have i I'm 49 years old. And, you know, when when you hit this age, you're like, holy shit, where did that just go? It was so quick. I never think about myself of being that age. I, if I thought about myself as an as an age,
0: mm. I, I
2: think that I'm probably 34, 33, 34. So I always forget. <laughs> yeah. So.
0: so when you, how much of that, uh, cause I, you, I was like reading something about, you, it started off on like, you were doing three sheets and you started making t-shirts. Dude, there's so many tie-overs. You're like a freaking just touring uh, musician. You might as well be with all this stuff. Cause like you start like, oh, I can make t-shirts and start selling those. I'll,
2: I'll, tell, you this, I'll tell you this story. Yeah. So, cause it's, 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 it's long enough, it's, it's passed. So I started doing three sheets and someone on social media, I said that because I didn't yeah. want to say that it was MySpace, asked uh, me like, hey, where'd you get that shirt? Yeah, yeah. And a few people asked me, I'm like, wait a second. I do graphic design. I've been doing T-shirts forever. Yeah. I didn't want to, like, impose, but why don't I want to ask them if I could start wearing my shirts? And so they're like, they're like, yeah, sure. And so I ended up doing it with them and with, with the network. So I would, I would I designed them, and then they would fulfill and all that kind of stuff. And then it got a little bit weird.
0: W- with them? <sighs> with say, with, with yeah. them,
2: because they were going to give me a, a, a portion of the profits. And then... The, uh, the profit, like, they're like, oh, we're spending so much money, there's just not profits. I'm like, yeah, you're not selling 30,000 shirts and just yeah. giving me, like, you know, yes. 10 grand. Like, yeah, come yeah. on, that's still figure, figure it out. So, so they were still, still taking, like, the master cut of, because it's they, under their ex- thing. Yeah, because I didn't want to do all the fulfillment. I didn't have a yeah. way to do that. I should have figured it out. And I said, look, okay, that wasn't part of the deal. yeah It's fine. I'm just not going to wear these shirts on the show anymore. Yeah. I'm going to wear my own shirts. yeah. And then that's it. And yeah. so they're like, we understand, do what you got to do. And so I did. It. And they were very, they were super cool about it. Um, it was more like the the legal department was like, well, contractually, we don't, we can profits anyway. But it, but any, everything worked out. I started creating my own. I worked with a third party fulfillment company. Yeah. And then it got to a point where I was giving those companies so much money that I that I that's figured up. I figured out that the amount of money that I'm giving these guys just on storage of all my stuff yes, was the, um, if I took that amount, I could buy a store in, in Seattle. Yes. So, and so that's what I did. So yeah. now Chad works out of our storefront in Seattle, which we do all of our fulfillment from. I had uh, this, this monkey that I travel with called Kleepless. Okay. And a very weird word. And yeah. I wanted to put it on a, a sweatshirt. Yeah. So I had this girl, this friend of mine named Tashina, she, she took letters and cut them out and sewed them on the front of a, of a sweatshirt. And I wore it. And so many people were like, oh my God, I got to have that sweatshirt. So I made the sweatshirt. I found a place in LA that would make me them with the words pleeplius on it. And then I started talking to uh, a buddy of mine who does manufacturing. And I'm like, wouldn't it be cool if this just had like, like a bottle opener, zipper, yeah. And like drinking glove, like foldable drinking gloves and, and like, a, like a koozie pocket. And he's like, yeah. And so he's like, I'll help you. And so that I'm like, so I came up with a product called the drinking jacket launched mm-hmm. it on Kickstarter. It was That's, like the number one. Well, that one wasn't. So that one, that one did well. Okay. But then when I, but so many people were like, well, I don't drink. So I didn't buy this, but I still support uh, you. Yeah. So like, it's kind of a joke. It's like a smoking jacket. So then yeah. I, 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 I improved it. I renamed it the Adventure Hoodie, and then that was the most successful fashion Kickstarter ever. Yeah. And so, and then that was the social proof of of launching the brand that people, it's like, it was, it's it's a brand that uh, is focused on travelers and also people who like to have a drink. Yeah. You don't have to have a drink, like there's, there's beverage pockets, you can certainly put a soda or a yes. water bottle in there too. So now the company is called Adventure. Adventure. So it's ADV3, yeah. N-T-U-R-E, because we plant three trees with every purchase. And so, yeah, so now we're off the races. So now we make, we make high-end apparel, like, well... And this
0: thing is the thing yeah, you're talking so about. Yeah, so
2: this thing is the, the jacket. Do I need to go over and get it, can we just stare at it? We can stare at okay. it. On so, the table... Well, I'm, is a, get, I'm, I'm gonna get it.
0: It is, it looks like a waterproof...
2: Yeah,
0: so this jacket, and there's like a trash bag full of water yeah, bottles. Yeah, so this is
2: a trash bag full of water bottles. Yeah. 32 of them yeah. for this size jacket. And so you, we take these water bottles, yeah. grind them up, turn it in, in and, and, and then reconstitute it into thread. And then, and then we make these jackets. And so this is the jacket. This isn't my size, but I'll put it on. And so it's a waterproof Dude, jacket. Come on. And then this is uh, a koozie pocket. So where it's like insulated. Uh. Yes. And then this is a pocket for your passport. And yes. then, um, and it has reflective That's, elements it's on it. Yeah.
0: The rain jacket I travel with right now. No, and, yeah. and, then,
2: and then the whole thing. Oh, here, I'll show you. That's sweet. See if, it takes, see if I can do does this it Does it come sure. in black? It does come in black. <laughs> Every question. Uh. So the whole jacket folds up to oh, make it easy you to pack.
0: Shut the hell up.
2: And into a travel pillow.
0: What? No. Yeah. So if you oh, if you're on that a plane, is so cool. You don't Come want to on, you don't want to dude. wear your jacket. Yeah.
2: So you turn your jacket into a oh, pillow and then you have a almost cool. full-size pillow. Yeah. In order to like just sleep on. And it's it's
0: not like the like what you would think of as a rain jacket material. It's like this like felt or Yeah. or like
2: yeah.
0: comfortable material.
2: Oh, that's so yeah, badass. Yeah. And then, and then, and then the this side is all this is what's made from the recycled water bottles dude yeah and then you also put it like this if you want to pack it
0: or man it. okay you're this this is so interesting to me because i'm in like this massive time of thinking for myself what's next like i've never had i've never i'm i'm totally different than you in my i feel like in my resourcefulness i've always been like yeah I can do the music thing, and as long as people hire me to play gigs, that's just what my whole career's been. And here's maybe what it is. You're you're the front man kind of like personality, where it's like, I mean if I'm gonna do a gig, I gotta book the dates and line stuff up yeah. and make it happen. And my entire life, I've kind of been like I've been the side man or like everybody watches Conan O'Brien. Yeah. And it's like, oh Conan. And I'm like, oh, but Andy Richter to me, like yeah. that's, he's the bass player of that band, sure. of that duo, which is cool. And my entire life, I, I, that's like my purpose is to like help other people create, uh, make their vision a reality. But now pandemic hits and all the visions are flatlined. And I go, oh, wait, I need to now turn myself into someone that starts having the vision and mm-hmm. starts going, okay, if I am gonna keep doing this podcast, I need to look in to see what sponsorship and ad reads would start yeah. looking like you that's, said earlier.
2: That's, the, that's sort of the, not the dirty part of, of, of podcasting, but it's definitely the pain in the ass. When you yeah. want to just go out there and be the artist, but then you need to spend more time on booking the people yes. and all that kind of stuff.
0: And, but you're, it's even like we said earlier, the way you look at it, I kind of think I'm gonna steal that from you because looking at it, I'd be like this funds the art. Yeah. Like this funds the comedy or this funds, you have to have the funds coming in. Yeah. You have to have the business side, yeah. or you just be like so many other people right now. They're like, well, I guess I'll just it's get a like, day job.
2: Yeah, it's like everything that I do on a public in a public way yeah. is an advertisement for m- me, my brand, my yeah. stand-up, and also my apparel brand. You know? Yeah. And so, and I'll, I'll tell you, so I met George Clooney. I'm going to pass on some, some Clooney wisdom to you. I met him on my thir- 36th birthday, and I said, um, he, oh, I was talking to him, and, he, and this guy came up, and he's like, hey, Mr. Clooney, I just wanted to say hi. And I, I, I have a friend of a friend who knew George, and so I went upstairs talking to him, and we just got into a conversation. Yeah. And then we were just in a bar, and, and this guy came up and said, Mr. Clooney, I wanted to meet you and and just say hi. And George is like, hi. And the guy's like, thank you. And the guy starts to walk away. And George is like, wait, hold on, what's your name? And the guy's like, Mike. Oh, okay, Mike, what do you do? I'm an actor. Oh, how's it going? Well, it's rough, da-da-da. And he's like, Well, look, look, listen, man, it took me a long time. So you stick with it and yeah. do what you gotta do and make it happen. And the guy's like, thanks. And the guy walked away, and I'm like, you didn't need to say all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's I said, you're like, you really are just a nice person. And I said, why is that? Like why is it that you are a nice person and other people that are in your position are not? And he's like, I worked so hard. I didn't make it till I was 36. If I would have made it when I was younger, then, then maybe I would have turned into an asshole. But now I'm so, so grateful for every opportunity, everything that I've done. You know that he did a show called ER before ER?
0: <laughs> no.
2: He did, a, he did a sitcom called ER that he was on <laughs> like, didn't it didn't make it. the same concept? No, I think it was like, no, it was a sitcom. Yeah. yeah. And so, so it was like funny or whatever. And so he did a lot. So like he had good opportunities, but nothing really took. And so he was always kind of like trying to figure out where his next job was gonna come from. And so that was it, you know? And so, and he's just like, focus. We just talked more and he's like, focus on what you love and, and then let everything fall, fall into place. But I, I, I think there's, there's, there's more to that. And I like what you said too you kind of have to have, if you're gonna make it work as an artist, you can't just be an artist. Yeah. I have a buddy, I have a friend, you need a, You have a business yeah. side too. So I have a friend um, and he, uh, his name is Dave. He is a, like a mind blowing artist and he's so good, such an amazing illustrator and animator, but he doesn't have like a business sense. If I was that good, like yeah. he's such a good artist yeah. that there's no way he could have a business sense. He's yeah, yeah. too he's too good. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And but if he had a business side, to a, a business side him, oh. I can't even tell you what he could he would be possi- capable of doing. Yeah. So how do you how have you curated?
0: And I'm, i want to respectfully, so we're gonna like end here in a second. Sure. But like what like we'll give, how we'll have you? Give,
2: we'll give ten. We'll give ten minutes. Okay. How have you curated? Is that like a, the business side? Is that like natural for you? Um. I I I'm I'm good enough at things to be like dangerous, like 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 <laughs> like I great. I wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't yeah. to, to get in my own way. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wasn't. I'm I'm a I'm a very good illustrator, but there's a lot of people that are so much better than me. Yeah. So so it's not like I was going to be the best. I would have needed to pick a style. Because yeah. I just wasn't simply the, yeah. the best. Um And then you know the same thing with you know like. I did, like I did a singing tour, like I told you, and like, yeah. I was good enough to be, you know, to get myself into trouble, but, but I always sort of have this entrepreneurial side of me because yeah. I, I know people that had coddled childhoods yeah. that don't aspire for anything. They don't yeah. want more. Me, I'm, I'm never satisfied. Mm. So I'm never satisfied from a business perspective. I'm never satisfied from a creative perspective perspective that doesn't mean that I'm not happy yeah but I always know that I could do better and and you know oh you have like a drive that's still on I just I just have a I just have a drive and I don't you know there's I I know more people without it than actually have it I don't know a lot of people that have the same sort of drive that I do and you know like I I moved out to LA with with a girlfriend from college and and it was like two years into being out in LA and and I think probably 25 years old and She's like, how long are you gonna give this? Yeah. She was trying to decide if you know if there's a future for us. And I was like, forever. Mm. Like I'm out, I'm, i mean, it's not like every year I'm out there, I'm making connections, I'm learning how to be better, I'm improving. Have you seen some of the videos I, I did when I was younger? They're horrible. Yeah. But they but they got better. Yeah. I had the wherewithal and you know the, the self-awareness to know that they were bad yeah. and to figure out how to improve them. And so when she said how long are you going to give this? I said forever. That's it. So this is doesn't mean that I'll always live in Los Angeles, oh. but this this side to me is like I'm happy.
0: Oh, that's cool. It's like this uh this knowing Man, I feel like that's a life cheat code thing to like if you to to be able to say I mean, I feel like mu- music's given me that. My version of that with music is, like, I'm convinced, unless it's some, like, avant-garde classical jazz thing that's just so so out there, but I know, just because of my experience, I can learn any song. It's just a matter of time and repetition. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll, it'll just take me a ton of work, and, but just putting the time in, and I know I will get better yeah. at it because of my past wins. Mm-hmm. Do you have... Was there, like... Moving out to L.A., like, you, you just think, I just think of my friends that have gone through your music, the slog that can be, what, is there, like, a win that came to mind, like, that goes, oh, I guess, no, screw that. That's no, a dumb, right. no, I no, if, no, like, no would, I'll, I'll give you an answer Have you that. ever almost quit, is what I guess I'm wondering. Like, have you ever, like... I, I mean, maybe I've, well... Or just been like, I'm gonna get the day job, work for somebody else.
2: I'm, yeah, because, you know, I, I said, look, so the moment that everything clicked for me was I had I'd shot the first season of Three Sheets. No one had seen it yet. It, uh, it had been on the air for three weeks. Mm-hmm. And I go to this place called Poquito Mas. It's like a fast food Mexican restaurant in LA. And I had a, um, an SUV and I parked in the parking lot and beside me, okay, so on the, on the, I was by myself, on the passenger side of me was a brick wall that was about two and a half feet tall. Okay. And I go in, I get my, my, my food and forgot how, far, how close I parked that brick wall. It was a small spot, but I fit myself in. And when I got out, I didn't see the brick wall. And so I went in there and I was waiting in line and this guy's like, excuse me, are you Zane Lamprey? I'm like, yeah. Like, oh shit, do I owe this guy money or something? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I love that. He, he's like, yeah, that's where that's it such, like,
0: so telling yeah. where you're at in life. You're like, yeah. okay, what did I do wrong? Yeah, what did I do wrong? <laughs> yeah. not, not what
2: I did right. He's like, yeah. he's like, sorry, sorry, man, I just have to tell you like, my, my, my girlfriend and all of our friends, we get together to watch three sheets. Oh, and it yeah. only been out for, like, two or three weeks. Yeah. And he's like, we love it. We're always excited for the next one. I just want to let you know, like, you're, you're doing an amazing job and, 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 and just wanted to meet you. I'm like, wow, thank you. So I got my food and I left. And my mind was so, like, occupied, like, what just happened? What is, is that... Is that a one-off or is that gonna happen again? Are people gonna even see this show? I never, I never even, I didn't have an HD TV, so I didn't even see the show. <laughs> so I get in the car and my mind is going a million miles an hour and I back out of that spot. Yeah. I crank my wheel to the right, or to the left, to back out oh, and no. just nail that brick wall. Oh. And my front bumper, the whole thing popped off. Oh no. And it had, uh. Uh, it had fog lights that were attached. So it was hanging yes. by the fog lights. And so I'm out there trying to pull them out, and I couldn't do it. And I, <laughs> oh, no. I, I yeah. one of them snapped. I almost broke my arm on the metal of the bumper, uh, and I had to rip it off and just yeah. throw it in my trunk. I'm thinking, how, like, like if maybe this guy thought that I was cool, and now he's seeing this idiot in the parking lot struggling with this bumper. And Don't I was like, worry. so that was like, and and by the way, that's I'm all that's I'm always that. That's I'm always like that. Like there was a. Um, I was in a- You're in talking air, my
0: language right now. Yeah. <laughs> like the universe is like, the, oh, great win. We're going to uh, level well, you out. Yeah. No, I just, I won't
2: find a way to, to, to do something dumb. So I was in uh, Johannesburg, South Africa a- at the airport. And then we were shooting three sheets down there. Probably our second season, maybe third season. And this older couple came up and said, excuse me, do you mind if we get a, a photo? Yeah. And I was like, oh, sure. And he handed me his, his camera. I put it on selfie mode. I put my arm around his wife. And he's like, no, can you take a picture of my wife and I? I like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh no, I'm on a TV show and yes. I three sheets. Oh, forget totally. it. I said, just get yes. together. And I took their picture and they left. And as they were walking away, this younger couple came up and said, excuse me, can we get a photo too? I'm like, yeah, sure, get together. Like, no, I'm a, I wasn't upset about it. I'm like, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, get together. But, and they're like, no, we want a picture with yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, they're like, we love three sheets. I'm like, oh yes, you can get, yes. But first you have to go tell, tell those old people that I'm not crazy.
0: Yeah. Please,
2: yeah. uh, vindicate me. From vindicate this me, and they're like, they're situation. like, they're like, which old people? I'm like, I don't know. Just start <laughs> telling old people. Just, just start, start, just start telling, telling everybody. Telling everybody and then when you feel like you've done your job, come back. We'll take us a uh, picture,
0: dude. I love, man. I, I love. And I could. Here, here's, love that, here's yeah. the worst part of it. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> is that we were in Namibia. Um, we what were, a we, we, we were about, we were about to fly Namibia. out. Yes, yeah, we were yeah. in Namibia. You know, it's vacation. Yeah, as you are. And we were on these sand dunes all day and I have contacts and a small piece of sand got oh. under my contact and was like, every time I was blinking, it was rubbing back and forth. And I didn't really know because I was rubbing my eye and so I you totally scratched my eye. Oh. And so this, is, makes this, this makes the story like horrible. So I was wearing sunglasses oh. in the airport at like oh, seven yeah. o'clock at night, so okay, I yeah, so yeah. I just like a, like a douchebag. You just bag. feel. Yeah, I just yeah. felt like so dirty when totally, those people. Yeah, yeah. I put my arm around them, took my glasses out. They're like, "No, douchebag!" <laughs> you know, like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> They're
0: like, "I no actually something seeping from found, my like, Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Like, Keith all right, Richards. All right. So. Weirdo. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Uh, I want to be respectful of your time, so you have time before the show. Yes. But to end it here, man. The, for me, I'm seriously like this is so encouraging to me because I'm like in a space of. All my shits getting canceled, like of this this next year, and yeah. I, and so my wife and I are having those conversations. Like it's not like is music the thing, but it's more like, do I, am I going to re-buy in to this poker game that is being mm. entrepreneur? Am mm. I gonna like re-buy into yeah. this? Yeah, you're gonna ante, or, ante up. That's, ante a, that's up. a
2: good. Com- that's a good question. And I, you're je- you're, you're phrasing it cor- correctly by there, By the yeah.
0: way, ante. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think like.
2: Because you gotta buck up. You gotta buck up. Yeah, but either you're bucking up with actual money or you're bucking up with time and resources, which equal money. And you're like, do I invest in this yes. again when it didn't pan out the first time? Kind yes. of thing.
0: Dude, and I just, uh, I mean, so like hearing you and like your origin story stuff, like, oh, I don't have HD. I'm like, I don't know who's seeing this at the very beginning right. when this stuff started. It's like, oh, you, i you may never know, but you sure as hell right now won't know what impact that stuff whatever it is you do like dude the adventure gear not I always make shit too deep, but like no you this never is, like, this, this, dude, this is this is, like this
2: isn't what I expected um, this is a conversation, but I'm very happy to, happy to oh, have oh dude
0: me too i like I, your adventure gear stuff it's like yes, it's cool as hell we're looking at it i'm gonna find one in black uh and, <laughs> but like also you don't know how who's like Honeymoon photos that are going to be them in that right, thing that right. wouldn't have existed without you, right. or like who's coming up to a freaking brewery tonight? That like the comedy was like the perfect timing for like them going yeah. through the shit of this year. I
2: get I get a, I get it a lot with regards to the shows is it? and, and yeah. people watching it with you know their father who passed away or whatever Ugh. it is and just it's, it's I, yeah. I, I I love hearing it. But but my advice to you is. Sorry, that I put you. i but like, no, no I'm no, throwing no, you straight in like big no, no, brother, no, big is, brother role. This is good because <laughs> I have. This is good because I have it. I listen. I've mentored a lot of people. I've made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. You know, I made some good choices. I made a lot of bad choices, and so I can speak with experience to a lot of things. I'll, I'll tell you this, and this isn't this isn't the, the clear cut answer you're looking for, perhaps. But you have to do two things. You have to do what you love. You have to be happy doing it. You can't be punching a clock and doing what you think you're supposed to do, mm. waiting until you retire to finally be happy, and then you're, and then you're too immobile to actually do the things you wanna do. So you need, to, you need to do that right now. You need to figure out what it is and do, be happy, and it's not necessarily one thing. And the other thing that, that we, touched on, we touched on earlier yeah, is that you have to be unique. You ha- mm. and, and, and being unique just means being true to yourself. Because a lot of people try to be what they think people want them to be. Yeah. And then that makes you unremarkable. You're, you're the vanilla version of whatever it is you're trying to, trying to create. Now you go create this, like, salted caramel with <laughs> yes. cherries and bananas and yes. flakes of wood that you think no one's going to want. But if, if you like it, you'll find someone else that likes it. Oh, the flakes That's of wood are so cinnamon, good. by the way. Yes.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just to be clear. Just be clear. Don't be an idiot. Yeah.
2: <laughs> don't, don't make your wood <laughs> ice cream. Ice That's cream. not what I was trying uh, to
0: tell you. And put the lawsuit yeah. on your hands. Dude, <laughs> hell yes. Because then it's literally, oh man, nobody talks about that. That is the, the most surefire way of being bland is trying, trying to figure out what
2: everybody wants yeah. and then go down the middle of it. I mean, look, then, for me, that was like in high school, trying to be like the cool kid and being so... Concerned because uh, I was a weird kid, and now yeah. look, look, I'm am I'm, we, I'm weird. I just fucking sold out two nights of a show uh, based on my weirdness. Yes, because I embraced it. uh a, a, a designer named
0: James Victore who wrote a book, uh, Feck Perfuction, which uh-huh. is like the most incredible book I okay. read in the past couple of years. He one of the things he talks about is Texting the, that the things the things that made you made you weird as a kid make you interesting as an adult. Ah, uh, that's it. And I was like, that is it. That's Dude, okay. Feck perfection. Feck perfection. And he—he's like a New York. Oh, you, you uh, didn't have to tell me that. That uh, sounds. Yeah. Very, <laughs> New very New York. That's very New York. Dude, <laughs> you're in the middle of like this crazy tour, so I know like this is like the pre-show is sacred time of like getting yourself like in the mood. Yeah, so, yeah. So, it, so it, 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 yeah, yeah. So thank you, yeah, Thank you, thank it, it is, you but for is, making it It starts time for in this. a little bit. Yeah,
2: but part of my pre-show is 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 turning myself. Like I don't want to say turn myself on because that didn't come out right, but yeah. it's like it's is being on. Yeah, you know. So sometimes I'll meditate, you, and and, but yeah. and I'll, if I if I meditate, which usually means I take a nap, um, <laughs> then I usually kind of go on with low energy. Yeah. So I need to like, and my wife will say that, like she's like, just go have a drink, elevate, like be interesting. Be, 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 no you know, one be talks big. about how, be big. Yeah. How, how do you get on, real quick, but to end it? Like, I, what you, do you have? Yeah, a, a ritual? Doing this. This. Having conversations. Yeah. Like, I there's there's two guys that uh, that I'm friends with that are gonna come back. Yeah. And and then and then I just have to like talk, talk yeah. or be talked to, and just gonna get get excited about going on stage. Oh, dude. Because because yesterday I took a nap, before show number 38, and I and I well I lay down on this concrete floor here with my with my uh, jacket to turn into a pillow, so yeah. I used my pillow. Yeah. And I lay down there, and I just I actually. I actually fell asleep. Yeah, and then I woke up and I had to go out and do like the VIP <laughs> thing that happens in you know th- forty five minutes. And I went out there and I was just kind of like, "Hey guys," <laughs> and <laughs> that's just, just like, like, right, no, it's like, "Oh, you gotta oh just, yeah, you know, oh, like hey. you got to be bigger, you got to so. get on." Yeah, yeah, you have to do. I yeah.
0: totally relate to that, uh, dude. So thank you for letting of me course, in. Of course, my pleasure. Give very, very good
2: to meet you, and I yeah. look forward to doing this again in the, with you in the future.
0: and also I'm really pumped about this, we have a map right there on the front of the website that shows all the locations that these interviews and conversations have taken place. It's pretty cool, you can click on it, you can see where these have done, if you wanna go visit them, if you've heard something you like and you wanna go check it out for yourself, that's right there, or you can just check it out at thecuriouspod.com slash map, or just right there on the front of the website. I'll show, I'll show? (laughs) Also, if you want to reach out to me on social media or follow me anywhere, pretty much everything online is the Rob Morgan. At the Rob Morgan, whatever. You you you, you know the drill. Alright, enough of that nonsense. All this podcasting has made me thirsty. You know, <laughs> I am so pumped that I do not have to deal with sponsors for this podcast, or else I'd have to tell you, podcasting makes me thirsty, and nothing quenches a podcast thirst, whether you're listening, uh, interviewing, editing, recording, listening to something unrelated to a podcast. Nothing quenches a thirst like a Guinness. Hey, Hofi, can I steal you for a second? Do you have anything you want to say about Guinness? I'd like
1: to take a minute to thank Guinness, because it truly is made of more.
0: That's all. All right. That's it. Thanks. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I love that crap. All right, have a great week. See you next Tuesday. Anything else? Thanks for being here. <laughs> I got nothing. Say the most random thing you can think of. No. Yell it. I got
1: nothing. The only word I can think of is formaldehyde. high." <laughs> Perfect.